Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their personal experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. Marriage is a joining of a man and a woman, of their lives, of experience, of expectations, of extended families, and hope for extension to families. With literally two different worlds coming together, what happens when opinions clash or the way of life differs enough to become an annoyance? Joy and Joshua met while serving together in the community. They have dated for close to five years and will be married this August. Besides having a common heart for people, books, and Thai food, they're still learning to love and celebrate their many differences. Joshua works in the civil service as a transformation planning officer, and he prefers cooking, some sports, and the occasional piano tune. While Joy is in marketing and design at an events management company, she's into making all things beautiful through sewing, drawing, painting, and learning languages. Welcome, Joshua and Joy, to the Paranet Podcast. Hello, Aaron. Good to see you today. You know, Joshua and Joy, thank you for joining us. Can you share uh, with our listeners a little bit about yourselves? How long have you been engaged for? Been engaged? I asked the question in January this year, so that makes it about eight months. And how long have you been dating before that? About four years plus, 4.75 years, I would say. (laughs) So, you know, since the time that you have been dating, about almost five years now till today, you know, you probably have realized that there are some things that are similar and yet some things that are different, right? So in, in what ways are you alike and, and, and in what ways are you different? Well, I, I mean, like most people who meet in this world, we are pretty different. Um, if you're opposite the track, uh, we are quite opposite in many ways. Um, but I think that in the really important things in life, we are pretty similar. Um, our priorities, our values, the things we consider to be life's most important goals. And, and that's really the, all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So Joshua, what's the biggest difference between the both of you? I would think communication. Uh, for me, I'm someone who likes to get everything out there. So I speak first and think a bit more later. Um, Joy, on the other hand, is very careful with her words. She wants to make sure that once she says something, she doesn't have to take it back. Um, so you can probably see that if we are in a disagreement about something, I would want to clear the air as soon as possible, but Joy would prefer more time to think about it. We've got to grow in our communication with that. How about Joy? Do you think there's anything really different from what you what we just heard from Joshua? Yeah, I, I agree with him. As you can tell, he's the worthy one and I'm the private one. <laughs> worthy, um, worthy. <laughs> so it can come to a bit of a it can be a bit of a friction point when I'm like quiet about it and he thinks that I don't want to talk about it. But in fact, like I'm just trying to process. There are so many other ways, uh, um, like he is kind of an ideas man. I am kind of more practical. <laughs> ideas are very practical. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also things like our interests, like Joy, I mean, in the introduction you're mentioning. So 
we try to help each other pursue those things uh, to cheer on as we grow and, and get better at doing those things. Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with all the different, different uh, like the usual differences a couple may have, um, and then um, you grow closer uh, during this season as a, you know, as a couple you're dating. But now with Circuit Breaker and with COVID-19 happening, you know, were you able to like still meet and you know, go out on dates? Um, how, how do couples do that? How do, you know, how do you think they navigate through that distance in a sense? I think we have a regular timing at night. So probably about the last 40, 50 minutes of our night, we spend talking to each other on the phone. Um, FaceTime is, is great. Yeah, and we just make sure, ask about each other's days and, and check in on how things are. But we were very quiet. I think for a good three months, we probably did it. Was it three months? Yeah. 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 yeah, we we didn't meet. It was pretty hard. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah, I mean, so so just to share, Joy has been overseas uh, at, at for extended periods before, and uh, so that's not a new thing to us. Lah, two months, eight months, in fact. Um, <laughs> but this one just came as a surprise. I expected that the last long overseas trip would be the last one. Yeah, so that pounds on us. We're kind of like ah, again. <laughs> but we made it. Yeah, practice. And this happened after you proposed, right, Joshua? <laughs> yes, yes. So did it throw a spanner into your wedding plans or, you know, like how you were planning for your wedding, right? And then now you can't even meet. And so everything has to be all done virtually. Yeah, definitely. So um, as I was saying earlier, one of the differences is Joy is very quick to do things. Um, so we teach us the task very quickly to start planning out the event and uh, what the wedding would look like. So we were quite invested into that. We felt we plan very intentionally. One thing to make sure that the experience for guests is one, one that is meaningful, one that matters to different types of guests they're attending. Yeah, but so once you have all those plans laid out, uh, it, it kind of gets disappointing when you realize that it can't play out as you saw it. Yeah, Joy, you got, want to say anything about that? Yeah, I think like anyone who, who was planning a wedding during this time, there's a lot of unknowns, especially like a couple of months ago, there were many unknowns about the future, like whether you can even have your wedding. So for a few months for us, that was also like the same thing. It was like a long period of question mark. Like we just stopped thinking about it altogether. Like stop even, yeah, we stopped planning altogether just in case like it couldn't happen at all. Yeah. Were there like disappointments? Like, you know, I actually planned for this certain date already, but then now I can't even think about this. I can't even plan at all. Did it create some form of uh, stress for, for, for you as a couple? I think there's more expectations on getting to meet people. A wedding is a place where you have old friends, family friends to, to congregate. We had friends from Thailand who are going to fly in from relatives from KL, Malaysia and Australia. So not being able to see them in person, I think that was a disappointment. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, Joshua and Joy, you had the original plan for your wedding. Or what are some major changes or the biggest change you have to make because of the current COVID-19 situation? Um, I think like, like many people who attend um, large weddings, we really wanted a lot of our family and friends to be there to celebrate with us, the people who have loved us and walked with us. We wanted to honour them also. Um, but now that we, we can't have them there physically, um, there are still some ways that we, we chose to capture and build our virtual wedding so that it can kind of have a semblance of that. So for example, instead of meeting in a big group, we, we arrange with our friends to host people in their homes. 
no more than five. Um, and they can call into our wedding from together from there. So it's still kind of a communal thing and they can still catch up with each other um, and have a meal together, even though we are not there. And yeah, it's just one of those, this is just one of the ways that we really wanted to um, bring people together, not, not for us, um, maybe because of us, but um, to still share with us and each other in that celebration. And of course, we will be, once we have a home, we'll, we'll be opening a home to have them over for many dinners and many celebrations. Uh, extended wedding yeah. dinner. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Continue it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was a silver lining there, which is normally at a large wedding dinner, it's quite hard to be able to see every table and really spend time with the people who mean so much to you. Uh, so if we're able to spend maybe every weekend, we have a small group of friends over after the wedding, then we can really take that time to, to catch up with them and get, get to know how they're doing. So, you know, do you face any like um, objections or, or things raised by your own family members, like your parents and say, yo, you must have this. This is what we need in a wedding. More or less, we're quite thankful that our parents are very simple people. Uh, they, maybe not, simple is not the right word. I think it's more like easygoing, uh, understanding. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they're very supportive. Um, when this happened, they understand that it's, it's a tough time for everyone. And as we just came out with new plans, they just went with it. Yeah. But at the same time, we do have uh, more relatives. Uh, and they do have their own views as well. So every time that you meet someone, <laughs> then they ask, oh, so how are plans for this? And you need to uh, give them the same skill again and say, yeah, it's uncertain and we are trying our best. And <laughs> So in the lead up to all the planning, do you have any like personal discussions with your own parents? In our planning for the physical wedding, before COVID happened, uh, Joy and I, we decided to lay down some really core principles to what this wedding uh, should be about. And once we had laid down, we had five or six principles, <laughs> five principles. So once we laid those down, it was very easy to plan based off of that. So when we changed uh, the plans to be an online one, then we just used those same principles again. And, and said, how can we do it now that the rules have changed? Yeah. You want to share about some of those principles? I thought you were talking about parents. <laughs> no, I mean, we're talking about how the, the planning process has changed. Yeah, so when, once we came back to parents, um, when COVID came along, then we also went back to the same principles. And because the parents agreed on those, then it was quite easy to plan again. Yeah. So you're saying that, you know, when parents understand where couples are coming from uh, in regards to their marriage preparation, actually it makes it less stressful also for the couple planning for it. Like parents are, you mentioned the word uh, easygoing, uh, you know, you're not putting so much stress on, on you really because there's enough stress as it is, right? Yeah, and, and parents are, are in a sense uh, willing to to accept certain changes maybe in, in the plans. And yeah, I think we should be very thankful. You know, are, are you both feeling a little bit nervous uh, about the wedding preparation now that it's just a month away? Yeah, definitely. 
um, we there's some part of us that just wishes the wedding could be yesterday that we could just begin a marriage life now because there are a lot of different pieces that we are trying to pull together um, the RSVP list they require different components and, and different friends to come together to do it um, my wedding dress which I'm making. Yeah. Try to make her own wedding dress. Regret. To sew your own? Are you going to sew your own dress? I am. Wow, you should send a picture to us. You should, oh, no, no, you will see on actual day. Yeah, so with all these pieces moving, it is quite busy. It kind of takes out all your time. And you wish that you can begin that new adventure already. So I think that's more of the apprehension. Of course, there's also some nervousness with. We are, this is the first time we're doing this. <laughs> it's the first time for anyone. Uh, doing a wedding at this age, so we're waiting to see how it will turn out, how how it look like, and what the guest experience will be like. Like we we want it to be something that guests can celebrate, that they feel like they're attending a wedding and not um just watching it online. So there is some nervousness there. <laughs> Joy, you know, in this uh time of the of this wedding preparation, uh, have you learned something new about yourself as well? I think I see more clearly some of the things that I need to work on um, in myself, like I can be very task oriented. Um, so it, it definitely takes effort and intentionality to put down all the million and one things I need to do, invite, address and the planning and, and just focus on like the heart aspect of it. That takes time. I think that takes brain space and heart space. I see that both of you are uh, very kind in a sense to each other now and, and there's even though there's differences you're sort of like you know accepting each other's uh, faults and you know do you think that there will be any difference the day after you get married be very honest here yeah i think definitely <laughs> i think <laughs> we, we were reading different books on marriage to prepare for, for marriage itself and one of the quotes i remember is that you will fall out of like with each other um, now we might like each other very much, but I think the promise in a marriage is that you will not fall out of love, um, that commitment to one another, um, that even when it's difficult and you fall out of like, you'll keep going. So, you know, it's not just planning for the wedding day, you're actually planning for your marriage and that with all the differences that you may have, uh, that you really might see now, it, that those might be uh, uh, magnified even when you get married because you'll be spending more time with each other, You'll be doing everything, almost everything together, and then you start to see the faults like it larger or you know bigger. Yeah, is is there a way that you know? Uh, maybe you can share to other couples who are preparing for marriage. How do you think? Uh, um, you know, couples can sort of uh, accept each other uh, and grow in their acceptance as as days go by. We definitely made more mistakes than than good decisions. Yeah. <laughs> So I think it's it's okay to it's okay to make mistakes sometimes. I think if you trust the other, other person, you can trust that they'll stick around. Yeah, I think communication is super important. Understanding how it is that the other person hears what you're saying, understanding what matters to them in a point of time, and also knowing that not everyone is always on their best day. Planning so a wedding is a huge project together, and so as you are moving through that. Um, there's bound to be disagreements that arise and knowing how uh, you want to disagree and how you will work through that disagreement I think that's very important to lay out beforehand before the disagreements arise themselves mm -hmm. yeah 
mm-hmm. think it's, it's, it's pretty precious at like, this time of planning. Um, it, it's, a, it's still, it's our last leg of our learning and growing journey before we begin our marriage. So it's good practice also to choose which hills to fight and die on. <laughs> I think you can't die on every hill, that, that would be terrible. There are things, there are small things that are not worth, that your relationship is more important than. Yeah, you can choose fighting and dying. Wow, that's such wisdom. That quote is so, so powerful because, you know, there will be battles that will be fought, right? And we need to remember that our spouse is not the enemy and that we are actually on the same team. Of course, you know, being on the same team, there will be conflicts in the way uh, we, we plan or we do things. There will be differences, uh, differences in parenting styles in the future, uh, difference in the way you make decisions. But I think what you mentioned earlier about having a common plan, uh, that you have your five principles that you go back to, so that even when you whatever kind of planning you have or whatever decisions you make, you go back to those principles uh, which is foundational to, to you as a couple. I think that's, that's a very important point. We are coming to the, almost the end of our, our podcast. Time just goes by. Is there maybe one thing you can share to a couple who's you know, considering marriage or planning for marriage? What are some things that they need to uh, do for themselves, especially if there are differences between each, each other? I think looking back on our own journey as well, the question that's most important, I think, to ask is how willing am I to give up everything to continue loving this person even when it's difficult? Sometimes the question of do I love this person enough, uh, we think of it as how much love do they make me feel? <laughs> but I think the, a different way to ask that question is how much am I willing to continue loving this person? And if you are willing to make that commitment and continue working at it, then I think that is how you can choose to marry this person. Joy? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, thank you. We see eye to eye on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, thank you, Josh and, and Joy, for joining us for today's episode. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. It's a pleasure chatting with yeah. you. Uh, you know, really, as what you mentioned, at the end of the day, right, it's about having that commitment to work out that marriage, your marriage. And, you know, with all that uh, commitment comes with communication as well, which you mentioned earlier, that having the ability to communicate what you are feeling, um, what are the frustrations that you may have. And, you know, like what you're doing right now, the planning, uh, the run up to the wedding is really the, the last leg uh, of, your, of your practice right before the real thing happens and with COVID-19 Focus on the Family has changed our marriage preparation workshops to be online and in fact most vacancies have been filled up and the next available sessions are on the 21st and 28th of November if couples are keen to participate you can register at the connect to website www.family.org.sg slash c2 the link can be found in our show notes with that we have come to the end of today's episode this is Aaron signing off Have a great week with your family. 